Hello and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And welcome to the show. We're welcome back. back to us <laughs> and to you. <laughs> uh, we've been gone so very long. I know. Has it already been a month more? It's been over a month, I think. Um, oh yeah, yeah, I guess we I guess we started our break maybe before the end of October. And yeah. now it's oh shit, it's already December. December <laughs> snuck up on me. November it passed sure by did. so quick. This whole year did. This whole year did. And now yeah. we're already about to start preparing for our end of the year wrap-ups. Yes. I cannot believe it. But before we get there, we wanted to just come check in with y'all because I live in Texas now. Yeah. Crazy. We're doing um, this from afar. Doing this from afar. And uh, it'll sound better next time. We're waiting for equipment to be delivered. But we just, we missed you guys. Yeah. And like, I feel like I haven't, t- there's so much that I just want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Because even before we left, like end of September was support girl groups. Yes. And so that is like a very specific episode. And then we did a deep dive. And mm-hmm. so I feel like. So much has come out between mid-September and right now that we just haven't talked about on the podcast. So I just wanted to have like a easygoing catch up on music we've been enjoying episode. Yeah. I like it. I like it. It's a nice way to kind of break our hiatus and come back in nice and easy. <laughs> yeah. And preparing for end of the year episodes is always a challenge. And we were discussing before we hit record that like I feel kind of out of touch this year like oh me too a hundred percent because so many this... of my favorites came back which is like a great thing and I love it but like there was so much other music that I feel like I didn't even get a chance to like take in oh me too me too and I mean we were just saying that this year kind of all passed by in a blur and I I yeah I really didn't keep track of all the new releases the way that I feel like I usually do mm-hmm. so I yeah I think that it will be both easy and very difficult to choose certain things because for the b-sides I won't have many to choose from so I'll have to make less difficult choices than yeah. I usually do but for the titles I will be familiar with very few of them so <laughs> I'm going to have to do a little bit of research and catch up on the things that I've missed that we're going to have to be you know evaluating <laughs> yeah yeah um, so I've made a little like top of mind, mostly chronological list of comebacks and things that we haven't been able to talk about. And I did write down some news items, but a lot of it is annoying and depressing. And like, maybe that's not the vibe. So maybe we'll skip it, but uh, we can play we'll it by ear. See, see how we'll we're see feeling. How this goes. <laughs> so the first thing on my list, I've been waiting to talk about it for like months, but like I said, support girl groups got in the way and we that is the sacred episode that can never be sullied by boys but my precious baby dawn finally put out like a real whole album for the first time in his whole goddamn career and it's incredible it's so good i can't believe you haven't had a chance to talk about this i know i feel that feels like ancient history at this point it kind of is yeah tell us all about it what's the name of the album the title track what's the vibe what's your favorites so the album is called narcissus Mm -hmm. which is is that a greek 
god. Yeah, well, it's not a god, but it's a Greek myth of Narcissus okay. who was very handsome, and he uh, was he got like enamored by his own reflection in a pond or a pool of water. And so one of the gods or goddesses uh, turned him into a flower that like bends toward the water, which is called a narcissus flower. But yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's about being vain and like falling in love with yourself. Okay. (laughs) Well, he did say in an interview that the purpose of this album is that he wanted to introduce the world to Kim Hyo Jong mm. and not Don E Don Don yeah. like this other version of him that he's had to be up until now. And it's mostly the most heartbreaking breakup album that anyone has ever written in the history of music. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it's mostly it's, devastating. It's devastating. This man is in pain. <sighs> pain beautiful beautiful pain beautiful pain because it's like so sad but the way that he speaks of her in this album is still like there's no anger like Mm. he still loves her (laughs) and he needed to try to work through it in this album is the title track also called narcissus no the title track is called Wait, what was the title? The title is Star, I think. Okay. And it is a sad piano ballad, and a bunch of people like did covers of it. Like Hyolin did a cover of it, and like everyone was. Is that the one it. with the music video where he's getting like attacked? He gets like no. shot with arrows. That's Heart. The oh, okay. music video for Star is like it's in the same set of that like car Warehouse, crash tunnel, yeah. but in Star, it's like. It's sort of like, I assume he was like laying on some kind of floating platform mm. and he's like shot from above and he's just kind of moving slowly through the chaos, but like it just oh, stays okay. on the one shot above his head the whole time. Oh, interesting. And that has a feature from 10 centimeter on it. Okay. I know him from a duet he did with Chen. Yes. And then Heart, there is a music video and that song is more like the weekend vibes, mm-hmm. I feel like. And in that one, he is like running from his own self. Like another yeah. version of him is hitting him with cars and shooting him with arrows. And like, yes, he's that dancing music video I watched it anyway. it's very <laughs> rough. It's brutal. It's brutal. It's brutal. Um, but yeah, there's so many great songs on it and so many features like uh, one song has PH1 on it. One song has Gemini on it. Uh, there's a duet with a female singer, Kim Sawol. And um, there's a song called Lullaby that Eshi from WJSN wrote mm. that is beautiful. Um, and it's like half ballad, half like lo-fi hip hop kind of vibes. And I just like think it's such a great mood, like start to finish it's a really good album Mm. and I was so proud of him for making it and I enjoyed it so much and I was loving it and I was like wow he finally found a new home and people who respect his art and he wrote this beautiful album and then he was like bye I went to the military (laughs) I know he just disappeared so suddenly and was like sorry I didn't tell you ahead of time peace yes he just left yep but it's okay Now we have the album to keep us company while he's gone. And he said that he recorded a bunch of other stuff and they've already put out 
like one single like mm. since he left so they might be able to just keep like releasing things a little bit at a time um but yeah I just needed to get that out that I loved it and it was beautiful Absolutely. and I'm sure that a couple of them or the one that I have to narrow it down to will show up on my b-side list because I loved it so much yeah all right great the next item on the list is like a slight like bummer but people will want to know what we thought of it but like sun me came back for the first time in a mazillion years I know and it was no it's not the song man it's It's not the song yeah (laughs) I I was so excited for this comeback and I it's called um stranger yes and um the music video is of I do really enjoy the music video it's like a a Frankenstein concept where Sunmi is making a Sunmi and like mm-hmm. the scientist Sunmi and then the like Frankenstein sun, the sun Frankenstein Sunmi has bangs and like that's how mm-hmm. you tell them apart and she's lit the Frankenstein Sunmi is literally missing a screw um so what it's basically like Sunmi training a doll to like be the pop star that she mm-hmm. is or whatever but the song much like the Frankenstein concept is a Frankenstein song and yeah. like although I think that there are pieces of it that work on their own I personally don't like the way it comes together and yeah. it was just just I mean Sunmi like essentially lately only releases singles or like maybe an EP once in a blue moon but so this one had two B-sides and both of the B-sides are great like they're mm-hmm. very Sunmi and very, very like Sunmi B side, where you know it's like kind of jazzy and has like nice real instrumentals, but I'm not a fan of the title. Yeah. I'm just not a fan of it. I wanted, to, I mean, I wanted to like it because I want to like Sunmi, but like, yeah, yeah, just meh. It wasn't, it wasn't for me. And it's, I mean, I own every Sunmi release, and I did buy this one. But it's the only title track of hers that I skip. Literally the only one of her entire discography that I skip. Yeah. So that was a bummer, but it's okay. She looked great. She did. And you know what? She did suck it up and do the TikTok challenges. So good for her asking people to join her and do her little TikTok challenges. She was saying that she did not want to do that. Yeah. She really, she was like, I'm afraid of coming back because I'm afraid of doing the TikTok challenges. She was like, I don't know anybody and I don't have friends. And the idea of having to go up to strangers and ask them to do a dance with me makes me want to die. And I was like, oh, my poor son, me. She's going to have to, like, she has to fall for this new promo or not it trend. is so crazy that like it's really we're in su- in such an interesting era of k-pop because there are so many second gen idols mm-hmm. that are still around yeah and but they have the to way, do all of the like gen z yes TikTok the way that everything promos. works is so different from mm-hmm. the way that they did it and they are all having to like adapt to this new world of like doing TikTok challenges and coming up with ending fairies and like shit that didn't exist when yeah. they when they first around. started. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty wild. Uh okay, next comeback on the list is the 1711th mini album 17th Heaven. I Have you not even listened to it yet? 
it's I okay. I haven't if you listened have it. to the album. Oh my god, I'm the worst carrot in the world. Except for the fact that I did. We'll get to it on the timeline. I did recently watch their mama performance, and I did scream um, <laughs> multiple times. But I have not listened to this album. I definitely watched the music video for this title track though, because they sent that microphone into space. Yes, I wanted um, to talk like, about that. Like for real, they sent a microphone into space <laughs> and filmed it, and it's in the music video. Why did they do that? Because hi, that's money to burn, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no other reasonable explanation. Um, and I remember liking the title. I could not yes. for the life of me tell you how it goes right now, but. It's I called remember God of Music, it. and it goes. Oh, yeah. Yes, it's so cheerful <laughs> yes. and like classic 17 that I really did enjoy that. But I have not listened to the rest of the album. I really liked God of Music when it came out, and I was so excited that I liked it because I am also a terrible carrot and I haven't like enjoyed a 17 title track in a minute yeah and we talked about it when we saw them last year like the amount of people in the audience that seemed to only know like the, the hot, hot album, album. Mm-hmm. and i was like oh goddamn i like- know and it was like the <laughs> and it's an album i still don't know to this yeah. day and i saw it performed live <laughs> Um, yeah, I've I have admittedly only listened to this album once when mm-hmm. I was on my cross country move drive. I did listen to it and like immediately skipped the crazy hip hop unit song as per usual. <sighs> they're just <laughs> testing us now. They they're are just testing they're just us. fucking playing with us. <laughs> but as as also usual, the vocal team unit song is like so beautiful mm-hmm. and it's called Yawn. And Woozy wrote it for Boo and Moonbin, and it's so sad and so beautiful and, like, wah. Um, But, yeah, 17. 17. (laughs) Always always back again. Always back again. With their brand new teeth. Oh, God. (laughs) The teeth. I will say I was not... (laughs) I was not distracted by anybody's teeth in their mama performance. That's good. That's good. Um, but yeah. What's next? Okay. Next on the list is Timmy, of course. <laughs> That's what my year has really been all about. Like, despite the fact that Shiny actually came back this year as well, <laughs> Timmy's comeback. Oh, man. Okay, so it's called Guilty, and it's his fourth mini album. Yes. The title and track, the title the track same name. is Guilty. And um, it's incredible. And the music video is so intense and so good. And it's like he's in a scary, like, cult. Not cult, like, bad kids, bad kids got sent away. It seems like a re-education camp of some kind. And because the music video is kind of told out of order. Like, you don't see him getting, like, captured and taken to the camp until, like, kind of halfway through it. But it's basically like kids have been taken to this re-education camp and it seems like Timine leads like a revolt of the Mm -hmm. like campers essentially. But it's very like sensual and like he's talked a lot about how like the whole concept of it is that like he's 
taking control of his own sexuality for the first time. And like, so part of like, part of the lyrics is like, I can walk like this, talk like this, play like this. And so he's kind of like, this is like what he think when, what he thinks of when he thinks of eroticism. And Mm. so like, there is definitely like a sexual element to it. And like when I, I mean, the choreo itself is involves like a shirt lift, but uh, the music video to me as like a recovering Catholic from the South just read like a gay <laughs> conversion camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's a lot of like really sensual like, oh, like other people's hands on his face and like getting really close and like writhing bodies and stuff. So it just like felt like gay conversion camp to me of like, ev- like but I'm a cheerleader. Everybody's going to yeah. start making out anyway, whatever. <laughs> Um, and very like lost boys with the like garbage junkyard fire or whatever. And it was very, very fun. Um, I saw the- a really interesting like interpretation. And I think I want to say that it was on Asian Junkie mm. because in the physical album, which I haven't seen, I don't have it, but apparently like early in the album, there's like a picture where Taemin is like, you know, laying on a bed in a sensual way but then the page before it has like a keyhole cut out of it Mm. so it's like you're peeping on him and some people were like this is very inappropriate like i don't like this and asian junkie was like yeah he's calling you bitches out like yes because people have been looking at him in an overly sexual way his like since he was 14 yes exactly and it's like he's saying like you're guilty yeah that's that's the interpretation i've read as well and i think that he has like corroborated that with his own explanations of the concepts because i've seen a lot of interviews about him talking about how like he wished that he had had the chance to debut as an adult and like because he debuted as a child like he's always been told to look a certain way and like dress a certain way and essentially been like you know like create the image for him Mm -hmm. was created by other people and like people have always sexualized him and now that he is an adult and is able to like view eroticism in his own way and like his own spin and interpretation of it people are like this isn't the Timine I want to see like Timine is a baby and he's like but I'm not a baby anymore uh-huh. actually <laughs> um so it's so it's I just think it's so well done he's such a I he's such a genius in everything that he does and the choreography is incredible the costumes have been so good like I love that he's like this is my version of sensuality and sexuality and he comes out wearing like a jean skirt like Mm -hmm. it's so fantastic and then he's been going absolutely crazy or he was because he's not promoting anymore but like the Rizness was his B-side stage. Yeah. And that one stage where he has, like, the alien forehead prosthetic yes. and the, like, fake nails. I was like, ooh, the Rizness. <laughs> like, that song is so bananas. But it's so, the stage is so captivating. Like, Timine can do anything. Timine can, can do, do anything. anything. I think my favorite piece of comeback promo because it just was so touching and great and I love it and I'll talk more about this later in the list about how we've truly reached an era where all the other idols grew up as shawls and that it's like very interesting but he did 
one of those I can't remember the name of the channel right now but the one where the people are texting and everyone's yeah like, yeah yeah the, the titles are always like flirting with an idol or something yeah but he did one of those where it was like four rookie boys who worship him mm. and then he was in there and they were supposed to find the secret senior among oh the those 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 yes okay yes. there's another one where oh it's the like other one were the two, two idols because yes. he did one of those with hoshi but i recently saw one also that had joy and somebody else and i can't remember the other girl she was like a younger idol and she freaked when they like revealed and looked around the corner and like saw each other she literally had such a freak out looking at joy that she ran out of the room (laughs) and joy was just left being like oh (laughs) and it was very adorable but so the channel is pix id P-I-X-I-D. and you have to like pick like when the monster x did one and they had to like pick the fake find the mom baby in there whatever Yeah. yeah 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 So he did one of those with like four rookie boys who like worship him and it was so cute and like they were like having fun like answering whatever questions and nobody was suspicious of him until then they asked like who do you look up to and then all of them were like taming like and writing like beautiful things about how much they loved him and then they were like oh my god wait we all said Tamin. like is he here is that what this is and they like all started freaking out um and it was so cute and he was like so touched by how much they love him and then when they revealed that it was him one of them like literally fell on the floor the other one was like one was totally speechless like couldn't move they were like so excited and then at the end of it he was like do you guys want to be the first people to do my dance challenge <gasps> And he, like, taught them guilty, and they, like, did it as, like, a five-member thing, and, like, they were all... It was so... It just was, like, the most heartwarming, adorable thing I've ever seen. That's so sweet. I thought you were going to say that they knew it was him because of, like, whoever he revealed as his, like, idol or, or, like, who he looked up to, and it's somebody, like very old (laughs) they're like who the fuck is this guy (laughs) well they did i feel like they started to suspect him because one of the questions was like what's the most embarrassing thing you've ever done and he said like he's told like four stories and then they were like this guy's a lot of stories like for a for a rookie and one of them was like about taking the mic pack home and one of the boys was like i know this story like wait a second I know this story and like so they were suspicious but it was so so cute if you haven't watched it please watch that because it was freaking adorable great I love it I love that um the album itself the mini itself is great yeah obviously it's very good it's very good beautiful I I think I mean probably spoiler for my b-side pick but whatever I think my favorite at present is she loves me she loves me not Mm, I really really like like it and I feel like it has it has the most shiny vibes of the whole album. Like, mm. I feel like I can picture shiny doing that song. Yeah. Um, and I also heard, speaking of shiny, I heard that guilty was presented to them as a hard option. And key said, I no, told you this that. is, you told me. This. Yeah. <laughs> that like, no, that has to be for Tamin. Yeah. Tamin said that he had pushed them to, add guilty to the hard album and key was like nah that's that's just for you (laughs) and it's funny like knowing that and then listening to the song i'm like 
I kind of can hear like where you would put the other shinies, but the song itself is so Timmy. Yeah. Like everything about it fits perfectly into his previous releases that it's like, no, this song drips of Timmy. Yeah. Like you couldn't have it any any other way. But I will say, because I think it was incredible, and I was so proud of him, but before the album came out, when they were doing one of their Shiny World Japans, uh, Mino tried to start spoiling the album, and he sang the ooh, like, perfectly. And I was like, yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. They've been getting up to shenanigans in those Shiny World concerts, and I love to see it. Mino is so fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I know that's not news, but it's always worth saying. But it's true. (laughs) But it's true. So fine. Uh, Uh, All right. Back to the list. Um, Let's see. I had, like, a. it was big news for a minute, but it turned out to be nothing but... They tried to they tried to get G Dragon and he said Oh yeah No Nice try Nice try (laughs) Negative drug tests all around You can't catch him Can't Can't catch me I love it Um another thing that happened and I haven't watched it yet because I haven't I haven't been able to like I don't know put myself in the space to like take it in but I do want to eventually watch it but there is a Sully documentary on Netflix now yes I watched the trailer for it I think um oh no did I even watch it no I think I just read an article about it now that I'm thinking about it because it had a because I thought uh, maybe I just like pictured her speaking so clearly in my mind but I think I read a quote um and it seems like it was very well the article spoke very highly of it so like it mm-hmm. seemed like, like it was well done yeah it whatever. doesn't seem like it was exploitative and it the person who wrote the article seemed to think that they gave like a nice platform for her own words and for her to be able to tell her story in her own words. Um, So in that, I like am intrigued to see it, but I'm also very wary of watching it because we all know how her story ends and it's not a pleasant one. So to have to like be in a place where I'm willing to. Exactly. It's like, I want to hear from her, but I know that I'll just get sad. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Another thing that I have, I haven't taken it in. I haven't sat down to watch it or listen to it, but I was just so excited to see that it happened, which is that Dean returned to us. Oh yeah. I have not listened or seen anything about that either, aside from the fact that it happened. Just that it happened and it was like good to see because he, you know, he like fully disappeared for years and everyone was like, where is Dean? But I guess he came back. And the only other thing I saw about it is that he like put the song out and then like two hours later, it was like pulled from all platforms and he like got on Instagram and was like, I needed to fix something like (laughs) <laughs> I'm redoing it. It'll be up later. And he like had a last minute change wow. after he'd already put it out. So I don't know what the deal with that is. Yeah. But so what has out. he been up to? Dean. I don't know. Dean. Um, Next thing that I need to address, even though like 
people might be sad at my reaction to it, which is Hyuna finally peeked her head up out of the wherever she's been. And we found out that she has also joined yep, the Don's new company. Don's new company at area. She's there now too. Waited till he was in the military so she didn't have to run into him in the building. <laughs> um but I was like, you know, glad to see that because I didn't I honestly didn't know if she'd ever come back. Like yeah. I wasn't sure if she even wanted to. Um but she did put something out. Yeah, it's and called I am, attitude. Yes. And I am so sorry to say, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, she looks incredible in the music video, mm-hmm. obviously. And there's like, so many Lukes in it. So many Lukes. She's got like a really cute, like short shaggy haircut right now that looks great. And the outfits are crazy. The like that bitch bikini top. Mm-hmm. Real fun. Like, she looks great. She looks great. But I think that the song is just nothing. It's so yeah. nothing. No, it's, it's just like just regular, a bland, like, drag club. Yeah, like, dance beat. And then boring. just like, my, my, my attitude. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really all it is. Um, and also, I just want to say this on record, like, just because I'm not trying to be a hater, but. As a person who loves this woman and has dedicated so much of my life and time to worshiping her and knowing exactly who she is and what she sounds like, that is not her voice singing on that song. That is not her. It's not her. You cannot fool me. That is not her. Yeah. So disappointing that she's like in her J-Lo era. (laughs) Not going to sing her own songs anymore, I guess. I know. Oh, uh, Hyanna. Oh, Hyanna. But yeah, anyway, good to at least see her like returning Out a little about. bit and like at a different company and we'll see what happens. Yeah. But, yeah. Sorry to say that I did not like the song very much. It was yeah. very disappointing, but it was fine. It was I mean, fine. it was just very middle of the road. Yeah. Yeah. It just like wasn't it just like wasn't anything other mm-hmm. than like visually it was uh, incredible. But, like, auditorily, no thank yeah, you. Yeah, nothing to listen to. <laughs> but something that is something to listen to and that I'm still to the... Like, it's been, like, a month probably already, but I'm still losing my shit over this BBG's comeback. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> I have, A, had Maniac stuck in my head for. I think over a month, but B, listen to that album on repeat constantly. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's so it's good. It's so good. And speaking of drag dance club beat, here's one that has something worth listening to. The B side they were promoting is called Untie, and it's so excellent. Like, it's the beat is in. Infectious, like you yes. cannot sit still while listening to that song, and like it's so sassy, and like I love the little like, is it fake or real? That smile, it's so <laughs> cute. I love it. They're like so. Oh, da 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 da. I love it, and, and they're it's really like, cool. Ta, 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 ta. Yes. yes. It's so oh my god. Good. I also love because I just think that it's like so interesting, and there's like so few groups. Are we good? Yes, sorry. I just knocked my phone over with the... Da, da, 
<laughs> I tad too hard. Um, I something I think that's super interesting about that song is like, a like there's not a lot of three member groups in mm-hmm. general, True. like. But it's really cool that every single verse of Untie, they all switch parts. So, yes. like, every single, like, whispery line of the chorus, like, they all do it mm-hmm. in one of the choruses. And I just think that's so interesting. Yeah. And, like... They do a really good job with that in Maniac, too. They, like, yes. really have a nice, even line distribution. And I, like, think that the styling is so great. And yes. even though it will never be... I still think we have yet to return to like peak second, third gen sexy girl group sexiness. Mm-hmm. This is like getting a little closer to that. Like, you yeah. know, grown it's very sexy. grown. It's yeah. like they're wearing lingerie. Like I've seen people like pull up on TikTok the actual things they're wearing, but it's like Lara Croft lingerie. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They still they look very like tough. Yeah. Yeah. And they're wearing like boots and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I think it's great. I do, I do it feels very mature and it's also not as cutesy as BBG cuz like their last release was Bop, which is like right. so cute and was very catchy and I liked that previous release as well, but this is like a sort of darker, sexier, more mature concept while still keeping the super feminine energy that BBG has. And I love it. I think it's a really, really good combo of all Mm -hmm. those elements. Like they're carrying it off really well. Because it's such a departure from their like G-Friend days. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because that was a long time ago now Mm -hmm. and they're like grownups. Yeah. Um, And I was thinking about that one episode of Queendom where they like tried to give BBG a like super like dark, like heavy song. And mm -hmm. the girls were like, this isn't our vibe. And so then to see them come out with this, which like Maniac and Untie both, they don't necessarily sound the same, but they sound very different from Mm -hmm. BBG's previous stuff. But it doesn't. It's not, like, hard to believe that it's them. I feel like yeah. it still fits really well. And, like, they're not changing their voices at all in order right. to, they like... They still have baby voices. Yeah, they like still sing their... exactly the same. They're not, like, changing their vibe to fit the genre. They're just, like, putting themselves in this concept and still remaining true to themselves in a way that I think is really good. I love it. Yeah. The choreo, I can't even describe how obsessed with the Maniac choreo I am. And it was done by Connie, who did the hard choreography as well. Like, she is a genius. And that, those super sharp butt pops are crazy. Like, I feel like their hips have to be clicking (laughs) the way that they are hitting it so hard. Yeah, And like... Uh, it's like a lot I saw a lot of people you know on TikTok or whatever saying that this is like um G's era like mm. that she's like slaying that choreo so hard um and like good for her because you know her stage name literally means thumb I know because she was the like ugly chubby one in G friend or whatever and like 
she's putting all that behind her and Hell I yeah they all it. look so good they all look so good Sinbi's like silver hair oh is my incredible. god it's so gorgeous she there was a period where she like it, the silver started to fade and she was getting a little blonde but I think they washed it again in silver and it, oh she looks so good she looks so good yeah love it yeah. can't recommend it enough if you haven't checked any of it out it's so good yeah and the whole album is is no skips like i love i love all of the it's a, i think it has like five tracks on it overflow mm-hmm. is definitely one of my favorites it's that's gonna be hard to choose b-sides from yeah yeah absolutely all right next on the list is another thing that we've all been waiting for for way too long I want to say over a year. I don't have the exact time, but I feel mm-hmm. like it's been more than a year. That we finally right. got a Red Velvet comeback. Yeah. Yeah, because their last one was Feel My Rhythm, and that definitely feels like a long time And I time feel like ago. that was the beginning of 22, I want to say. Like, really early maybe. on. But yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Either way, it's been forever. It's but been a back. really long time. Yeah, they're back. And their album and title track is called Chill Kill. Um, the album itself is really good. I love it. I feel like I saw somebody say like that it just like delivered on every note mm-hmm. that you could have wanted from a Red Velvet album. And I totally agree with that. I think every song is like, it's a no skip album for me, which is not usually the case for Red Velvet. They usually have at least one song where I'm like, Oh, what is this? Um, but yeah, I think it's great. I, I will, the music video for Chill Kill is haunting it is haunting Um, it is like similar to like timmy and i feel like everyone's trying to make and even like sunmi i feel like everyone's Mm -hmm. trying to make a point about like how terrifying it is to be like a famous person (laughs) because the plot of the red velvet chill kill music video appears to be that red velvet is being kept captive Mm -hmm. by a faceless man who like makes them perform for him Mm-hmm. And like one day, I think it's Joy, can't take it anymore. Yeah, and she, she smashes snaps. him over the head with something. And then they have to try to cover up the murder and yeah. like run away. Yeah. And they like seem to be like kept dolls in this yeah, house. Yeah, like an attic. Yeah. And then they like after they kill him. They, like, for the first time, like, start to, like, explore the house. And then they decide, like, they have to leave. So they burn the house down and they try to, like, go uh, live, you know, free lives for the first time. And then they get, it ends with them being surrounded by cops. But then they get in their summoning circle. Yeah, they get in their little little coven circle. circle. And they're like, at least we die free or whatever. (laughs) And like, it's fucked up. It's generally fucked up. Yes. Um, But yeah, the song itself is like so cheerful. Um, And so the juxtaposition of it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. So the juxtaposition of it is perfect. It's so red velvet. Um, And... I haven't loved all of their stage outfits, I won't lie. Um, And they didn't do any promoted B-sides, which I found disappointing because I really, like I said, love the whole album. So like any of the other songs could have been great choices for a B-side stage, but we didn't get any. Yeah, the styling, I also feel weird about the styling because... I get it for the plot of the music video Mm -hmm. if they are just supposed to be like kidnapped girls, but there's like a set of outfits that are essentially like 
90s winter gap commercial outfits like they're just dressed like so normally that like i don't know i feel like red velvet is supposed to be like they're usually just so much more like glamorous than that so it's just kind of like they're just wearing regular clothes yeah and they're just (laughs) i feel like some of the outfits have seemed incomplete because they're wearing just like tiny baby doll dresses and then like a big winter hat or like (laughs) tiny baby doll dresses and like fingerless arm warmers and i'm like you didn't you only dress them halfway like put more clothes on them or something like i don't know it is like plainer than they're usually dressed, but yeah, it's a great album. It is a great album. Great album. Stay tuned for whatever my favorites will be. I'll have to pick one. I think it's I know what it really is, hard. but I don't know. It's, it's going to be hard though. Um, The next two things I have question marks because I have yet to check them out, but have you checked out either the Espa or Stray Kids comebacks that were recently? Yes. Okay, I did watch Espa. Drama, ma, ma, ma. Yes. Drama, ma, ma, ma. It's fine. It, it's whatever. I, I don't know. I am so, like, lukewarm about Espa, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I, I did like Black Mamba and Next Level. Like, I feel like those are songs that grew on me, like, as they, or had, like, choreo that was interesting enough to grab me and I haven't really been impressed with kind of any of their releases since then I feel oh no that's not true I like spicy Spicy and the b-side they did with spicy I did really like that actually um that was this year that was this year that was this year um (laughs) yes I really really liked that b-side actually I can't remember what it was called now but um yeah, I think drama's fine. The choreo is kind of fun to watch. Um, and they, they've they had kind of strange... They had kind of strange outfits on stage as well. There were some that looked very, like, bridal, like which oh. didn't seem to... Because the music video, if I remember correctly, doesn't really have a plot. Unless I just watched, like, a performance version. Um, but I, I feel like I remember it mostly just being them, like in dramatic denim outfits in like a black room and like it was very choreo focused um so I don't know if it had a plot or if I watched something else that wasn't the music (laughs) video uh but yeah I thought it was fine I haven't listened to any if that was a single or an album or I don't know what the release was (laughs) I literally only watched that in a couple of stages I thought it was fine but to be completely honest, not all of Espa has excellent stage presence to me. Sure. So I am rarely like blown away with their stages. Um, yeah. But yeah, so they're out and about. Uh, and then Stray Kids had the cr- such a crazy music video. I, what, La 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 is what yeah. the song is called. I think it's got four laws. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's fine. It's a Stray Kids song. I think I like it better than (laughs) S-Class, um, but not as much as I liked Maniac. Um, I watched a couple of stages because I always love their choreo. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I don't know. Mino is so hot. (laughs) He's so good. And he's always like, so I feel like when he first got into Stray Kids, Mino was like, he's like so beautiful. And he, Mm -hmm. I think... 
I don't remember if he's part of the dance line or the vocal line, but I felt like he mostly sang. Like, maybe I'm remembering that wrong, but I feel like he mostly sang. And in this one, I feel like there's a lot of moments of him like, yelling right at the camera. And I'm like, oh, Amino, like, you're so, like, or he, like, dances up in front of the camera or whatever. And you're just like, oh, my. Um, but, yeah, it's fun. It's, a, it's Stray Kids. Okay. <laughs> Just had to check. Yeah. Just had to check. Absolutely. I The music video, I remember being like, God, they just like throw money at Stray Kids. Like the music videos that they put out are like Marvel movie level CGI. Like it's yeah. so crazy. It's so crazy. That's all I have to say about that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I, I didn't, I feel like the last couple of Stray Kids comebacks at least the chorus is like I hear it on TikTok a lot and yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah, this yeah. one I didn't see anything for it so like that's all I would have seen and mm-hmm. I just watched Changmin do other people's dance TikTok challenges yeah, yeah, yeah. in his beefy boy way that he has to do <laughs> everything and I love him yes. so much I love it. I loved him doing the maniac <laughs> yes especially because they like started a with the little stray kids like <laughs> maniac move and then did it in his like chunky little butt moving with it it was so cute <laughs> yes I love him he's adorable oh, all right the next thing I had is a news item that was just so great and so healing for all of shiny world which was that jinky was spotted spotted at a yoga retreat in Bali yeah, he looks great. He, he looks look so great. good. Yeah, he, he looks, looks like so good. Beaming, smiling in every photo that I saw of him. And I also saw, like, because he was spotted, like, on the beach or something. And then I think some shawls also saw him, like, near whatever hotel or place that he, resort he was staying at. And they just asked him for, like, an autograph. And then he was like, oh, let's take a picture. So he was, like, very, he was, like, in good spirits. Yeah. um, Which is very, very heartwarming. I was happy to see it because there had been, like, a couple of, like, in previous months, like, you know, he was at, I think he went to Cheja's wedding. Mm. And so there was, like, a blurry picture of him in the background of somebody's wedding. And then, like... You know, like his cousin or something posted a picture of him and someone screenshotted an Instagram. And those always feel like, I don't know if he wanted y'all to see this, but he was taking pictures with like everybody at that retreat. So Mm -hmm. it seemed like he was fine with those pictures being out, which like makes it all feel a little better. Totally. Um, But it was just so nice to see him and that he like looks so healthy and well because Mm -hmm. nobody, we didn't really want to like admit how sickly he looked before he left because it was like he's fine he's fine it's fine he's fine and I don't want to conjecture about him he's fine and then he was like I'm not fine and it was like oh no he's not fine yeah (laughs) but like he looks he looks great he looks great and he hasn't cut his hair no it's still long and shaggy (laughs) and brown and it looks beautiful and his face is filled out a little bit more yes yes so I'm just happy to see him well and you know, he can continue to take whatever time he needs. And we miss him a lot, obviously. But I'd like to have hope that we will see him reunited with the rest yeah. soon. I know that they all want that. So hopefully he'll be feeling up for it soon. Um, another reunion that is so exciting is that Sistar 19 
announce that they're going to do something. Oh my God, I know. I can't believe it. (laughs) Oh, it's so exciting. Hyolin and Bora, right? Yes. I saw a super cute video of them showing up at uh, some kind of recording and Mm -hmm. doing the little like wave to the press outside thing. And they like looked so cute and they were like giggling so much. And like, it was just very exciting. I like love it. I love love it. Like a super random subunit come so back random, after like a decade so fun i mean because like the sister girls seem to get along very well with each mm-hmm. other so i just like love thinking about like oh what if they were just like out at dinner like getting drinks or something and we're like we should put remember when we were a duo like we should wouldn't that be fun if we did something again and i think that's so yeah. fun because Yolan is like her own manager and everything yeah so, like she gets to do whatever she wants and I love that she's collaborating with her former sisters I think that's so fun and it's fun I'm excited that like they're doing it because I wondered because when they did that last sketchbook episode and we talked mm. about it um Bora said on that sketchbook episode that she hadn't sung since Sistar yeah. disbanded because she just acts now. And so I thought, oh, maybe she's like done with that. But mm-hmm. like, good to know she isn't. I know. I hope that they're whatever they put out has a ton of body rules. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> they need to. It's, it's got important. to. It's got to. Um, okay. There was like one weekend where there was a bunch of like super upsetting news and I honestly kind of don't want to get into most of it. Then let's but not. one but one thing that I do feel like I want to address because I'm choosing to be hopeful in this moment is re the rise situation. Oh. So, if you didn't hear, yeah, summarize the situation first. Sung Han from Rise like right when they debuted or right when they were announced a bunch of like pictures came out of him like with a girlfriend and whatever and people were upset and already calling for him to be like kicked out of the group but they didn't do anything about it Mm -hmm. and then uh, i'm assuming like this has to be somebody in his life like someone he was friends with in high school who like hates his fucking guts now yeah and just like wants to take him down because somebody just like kept releasing things like pictures of him smoking cigarettes and more girlfriend pictures and like texts of him like being like a fucking a teenager 19 year old or whatever whatever um and then like it just like was like a barrage and it like wasn't stopping mm-hmm. so then sm announced that like he was going on indefinite hiatus and the like letter that he wrote made it seem like it was his choice Mm. and not that he was like being forcibly removed by SM. I mean, we like don't know the truth, but I would assume like if it was me and I was like essentially being blackmailed that way, I would also be like, maybe if I just go away, Mm. this will stop. Yeah. Um, and so like that's horrible like what a shitty situation to be in like I think it absolutely sucks that people can be like hated on for especially pre-debut stuff like it just kind of doesn't make sense yeah how do you how can you expect anyone to ever like 
be an idol if it's like, oh, and you couldn't have, you had to have always been perfect, like, your whole life. Yeah. Yeah, and we see that sometimes, like, here with, like, newer celebrities or something that, like, oh, they get really popular from a TV show and then someone finds their, like, terrible tweets or their, like, (laughs) shitty MySpace page or whatever. And, like, I don't know, but you and I and our friend Jenna were talking recently about how, like, the criticism of idols has always been insane and like Mm -hmm. the standards of perfection have always been absurd and that's why they're called idols and it's just a factor of a fact of the industry but it feels like these days it's maybe and I don't know if it's because like the newer idols this like the newer idols now grew up in a time where the internet existed and so right. like their childhood antics teenage antics they have that are documented footprint. yeah exactly so like the evidence just exists whereas like second generation third generation idols like maybe didn't have an online presence before mm-hmm. debuting so there just isn't even the smoking pictures or whatever that doesn't mean it didn't happen but there's not pictures there's no of it evidence. on the internet <laughs> But, like, we were talking recently about, like, oh, some, like, trolls on the internet are, like, criticizing Karina's arms for being too short. And, like, Songhan is getting kicked out of his group for, like, having a girlfriend before he was even a trainee. And it's, like, what is the point of even being an idol these days? Yeah. If every single, ass, like, facet of your life and your physical appearance is going to be critiqued to smithereens by, like, hordes of rude strangers on the internet and then you also don't even get paid very well or at all so like what are your life is being ruined you can't go out in public you're not making money like and people are just like have a free access to be shitty to you about literally everything like why would anyone want to no be an is, idol why like want to do it you yeah being fame sounds being fame being famous <laughs> sounds terrible yes like, oh <laughs> just woof and sm like generally we already know that sm has an mo of just fucking erasing people from the timeline but this seems to be the swiftest that it's ever happened Mm -hmm. and the way that they were so quick to like you know regardless of whether or not it was his choice or they like pushed him into doing it the fact that they were willing to be like okay you're gone just because like the he he didn't even have a chance to like do anything and they just decided to like cut their losses so quick with him i mean we were all so surprised when they made that same choice with lucas because lucas Mm -hmm. was arguably the most popular member of wavy aside from like 10 and they just dropped him so like he was in super m he was in nct like he was everywhere and then it was just like whoops he's gone and it happened so fast and like that felt shocking and so then for it to happen again is like damn they really have no no job security like and that's of course like a given within the music industry in general but like when your company won't back you up mm-hmm. about this kind of shit, like even the smallest stuff. Oh, yikes. Ugh. Just what a terrible, terrible situation for everyone. Like 
always worth repeating that idols need a goddamn union. Yeah, they absolutely do. This is crazy. But the reason that I brought it up is, again, choosing to Oh, yeah, you said that you had hope. What's the hope? Sorry, I I brought... I was pretty hopeless. No, it's okay. It's okay. And this all might be wishful thinking, and I'll have to eat my hat later or whatever, but I'm... What I'm choosing to hope to be positive is that um, so they rise performed at both Mama and the Melon Awards this past week. I watched their Mama performance. People noticed that when they were doing their songs, even the like TVXQ thing, which is not like a rise song, Mm -hmm. there was like a very clear gap of where a seventh person would stand. Yes. Like in all the choreography. And when they did talk sexy, like they kept his lines in the track. They like didn't replace them. Interesting. And some of the other members have in whatever fan cafe everybody has to use now have been like sharing and liking posts from fans that are like, you're seven to me always Mm. like whatever. So like, it seems like everyone is being like encouraging and positive about a possible return and not your typical erased. Don't acknowledge that he's gone. Like whatever. Like it seems like everyone is being positive. And I want to believe that he chose to take a mental health break Mm -hmm. or whatever because I truly can't imagine what it would fucking feel like to be like betrayed in that way because whoever has access to all of these pictures and texts and whatever is somebody that was close to him at Mm -hmm. some point totally so like god that would just fucking suck if somebody was just trying to take you down like that so I could imagine teenager like those like 20 kids yeah Mm. yeah so whatever I'm a kid but still but still, but I'm want I'm wanting to be hopeful that he'll get to join them again someday because it would be such a bummer, yeah, for him to be fully cut out this early. I know. But we'll see. I guess. Yeah. Okay, moving on to another great comeback that's more recent and that I am just yum 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 eating <laughs> loving it so much, and that it's the boys. Ooh yes. So the boys, let me find out what this album is called so I can plug it properly. This new album is called Fantasy, but with a PH. Okay. Fantasy. Fantasy. <laughs> and it's their second full album, and the title track is called Watch It. Oh. And you better watch you it. You better watch it. <laughs> you better watch it and then watch it again. I think I watched it on loop for a good <laughs> hour, maybe. Oh yeah. my goodness gracious, they're all so beautiful. I, it's truly an, an astounding feat to have a group that has 11 people in it and, and all of them are hot. And one is gorgeous. <laughs> like, it's wow. It's crazy. It's crazy. Wow. Um, yeah, the song is a bop. The choreo is great. Everyone is stunning. The drop breathtaking (laughs) like the drop into the chorus and also i love it that like low growly that performance video that they have where they like cut back and forth between the two outfits where like one is all black and one is kind of like not schoolboyish but like regular boy mall clothes not school uniform is what i mean but school boyish 
and the like they start out in like one costume and then the drop hits and it like cuts to them in the same place but in the Black other leather. outfit and you're just like oh shit <laughs> it's such an assault it's such it it's is. such an assault oh my the, god the uh, part where sanu comes gliding in hey hello my name is what you want it yes! to like my Goodbye. name is what you want it. Goodbye. No. No, it's no, no. So wild. This like the 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 deadly center trio of this song of Juyon and Sanu and uh Hyunjae. So deadly. It's so, so deadly, deadly that so I deadly. didn't even notice until after I'd watched the music video like one time. That my other, my third boys bias, Sangyeon, gets like almost no screen time in the music video. Like, yes, I was looking for him because he's one of the faces I always know because of his nose. And I was like getting him confused with Hyunjae, even though they don't look the same. Right. But I was like, but where is he? Like, usually he's very striking to me. And Hyunjae is so fucking hot. Oh, my God. Like, he was just like knocking me off my feet every time. But I was like, but I know that's not who I'm looking for. Like, (laughs) I was so confused. And it wasn't until like a performance version that I watched that I was like, oh, there is the other one. (laughs) Like, now I see them all. But yeah. Oh, man. I'm the re- I haven't listened to the rest of the album. I've only heard the title. It's great. Cool. It's it's great. Nice. And one of the songs on it, I'll talk about it in the B-side up when we get there, but one of the songs on it like immediately shot up to my like greatest songs of the year Ooh. list. Like it's so good. Great. Um and yeah, I I stand by the whole album. I think it's great. It's only like it's six it's only six songs mm-hmm. which i'm surprised you're allowed to call that a full album but fine um but my only disappointment we were talking about this before we recorded is that they haven't done a single b-side stage mm-hmm. like not even a dance practice on their own channel like there's nothing for any of the b-sides and i just find that so surprising because i feel like that used to everyone had one yeah and i feel like people are like not not doing promoting them B-sides. as much anymore. Like, did we say Re- Red Velvet didn't do any either? Yeah, Red did Velvet they? didn't do any. Mm-mm. No, I was lo- really looking forward to what they would have picked because any of the songs would have been a great choice. Right. Okay, and they, did they only did Chill Kill. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my only disappointment is like, mm-hmm. why not give me more, please? Yeah, more, please. More, please. Um. Yeah, so that was great. And now our final bit of discussion is about that it's award season already. What I the know. hell? Um, and one thing that took the internet by storm last weekend because it was so wild and I giggled so much because of course he did. But if you did not see, JYP did oh my a God. performance at a one of the drama actor awards. Lord have um, mercy. And he has a single out right now. It's Change Man. JYP. It's whatever. But at this award show, he came out in a full, like, 12-foot white trench coat dress thing mm-hmm. with his hair all spiked up and smoky, smoky eyeshadow. And he sang 
an absolutely terrible cover of Sweet Dreams Are Made of This. And it was so it was baffling. Off-key and flat. It was like a tire deflating. Like, I could not believe. And my favorite thing, we've talked about this before, of like when idols have to perform at the actor award shows. Yes, and the actors are always the like... The actors like don't know how to react to live performers. Yes. It's so weird. Like, they always look like they've never seen a performance before in their life. And right? they are just like why so... Why is that? Why are they so <laughs> awkward when somebody is singing live in front of them? Like, all you have to do is, like, bop along or whatever. But the react... The cuts to the audience during JYP's reactions were so hilarious that the per, the next presenter after he performed, and he performed more than just that Sweet Dreams song, but we'll talk about it. But the... <laughs> A presenter, I don't know if he was the official MC, but whoever came out to talk afterward said to the audience that your reactions are being broadcasted. So <laughs> please make sure that you monitor them after this. It'll be worth watching. Like, because it was so crazy. One of my, fa- I have two favorites. One was the cut to this actor who I did not recognize, and he let out the most world weary sigh (laughs) like he's just it cuts to him and he just shakes his head and goes like so resigned people have been dealing with this school for 30 years it was so hilarious and then my other one is the cut to dio and crystal from sm Dio sitting there with this bemused smile plastered on his face, like clapping to the beat. And Crystal sitting there with a deadpan expression, like she just couldn't even be bothered to like react to it at all. I loved it so much. JYP is so... And then people call have the audacity to call us out when we call him <laughs> ridiculous. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> He's the laughing stock of the entire K-pop industry. Like, you can't pretend that he's not. That's not to say he's a bad businessman, but he's not a good performer. Come oh. on. And he has no humility or self-awareness about his cringiness yes. at And that's why I think he's so funny. Yeah, exactly. For 30 years, he's been like as delusional as a person can be. And he like, and he, it's so, it's like, it's the, it's great. It's incredible. It's It's incredible. And I'm sure that he went home and he saw all of those reactions and he was like, look at how speechless I left everyone. Yes. They are (laughs) awestruck at my magnitude. Like that's how he's so, like he's so delusional. I love it. It's so great. I love it. My favorite has been everybody noticing that like, Kyungsu Dio's reactions to everything at these award shows because he got LASIK this year. He can finally see! He was famously blind and so he usually would sit at these award shows with no expression but now he can see things and he's like a totally different person (laughs) because he can see the world! 
so funny to me because he had because he's always his entire career has yes. been blind. He has the reputation of being a very stoic, stone-faced, serious person. So for him to actually be very expressive and reactive yeah. and like kind of joyful, <laughs> like he's sort of, I noticed it even in the like newer EXO stuff that came uh-huh. out with their last comeback that like he always has a smile on his face. It's like his resting expression and nobody ever knew that because yeah. he's constantly <laughs> been blind. It's so funny. It's so funny to me. Like, he's got a fresh lease on life. A literal mm-hmm. new look at life. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. so adorable. Uh, so welcome, brand new, smiling Kyungsu. We're happy yeah. to have you. We love it. <laughs> uh, next thing on the docket is something that, like, literally took everybody by surprise. Like, there were articles about it. I saw, like, Tamar Herman tweeting about it. But, like, Mama happened this week. Mm-hmm. On, like, Tuesday. Yeah. Like, it was in the middle of the week. And nobody knew it was happening. Like, nobody knew that it was mama time. And everyone seemed so surprised by it. And, like, Tamar was uh, postulating that it's because, like, Twitter is, like, essentially useless garbage now. And so mm. the, like, space where people used to get their up-to-date, like, K-pop news and stay up on events as they were happening is like lost Mm. and like she was just kind of being like what are we gonna do now like we all clearly need a space so we understand what's going on but anyway mama happened and um my highlight was tvxq oh my god (laughs) oh my god so tvxq korean comeback for the first time in years is <gasps> we are in the midst of it now. They look so um, good. They look so good. <sighs> they look so good. They look so good. And the the song is called Down. So yes. when you sent when you first sent us the like first stage of it or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, because you sent us a stage of it that was it was not the music video. Yeah, I they just previewed the music video it today. At Mama and the music video came out this morning. Yes. So. And oh wow, I'm so on top of things. Um yeah. and when you first sent the the uh, stage and it said down I thought it was going to be keep your head down I like oh, read sure. it as that so I was like oh that's interesting that they did like keep your head down but you were like freaking out you were like I love the guitar I love the this and I was like don't we know this song <laughs> I was so <laughs> pleasantly surprised when I pulled it up and I was like oh it's down like this is different and it's so fucking good and they look so, so good, good. There was a point during that because they did Down and then they also did Rising Sun with Rise and Rise like started it and then TVXQ like popped up out of came the back, up came out from of the, the floor, floor and they like, parted for the king magic. Yeah, it was so great. And Ch- they were both wearing like sparkly suits with no shirts on underneath and Chang Min's was more unzipped than you knows and I immediately was just like slutting it up! A <laughs> man is a father! <laughs> I love it! They're so good and he was so like smirky. Oh, oh my god, when Chang Min does his little smirky smile, I, I can't take it! <laughs> 
I was like hiding in my hands and kicking my feet and like squealing. <laughs> like, oh my god! I know he's so handsome. So it's their twenty. It's their twenty year anniversary on Christmas. That's when they debuted for the first time. So it's just like so amazing that yeah. they're still here and that they're so good. And the crowd was loving it because Mama was in Japan and they're so oh, fucking yeah, famous in such Japan. Big Cassie's in Japan. Um, so everybody was so excited and I loved when they like panned the crowds and like the, they, people still have those original TVXQ light sticks, mm. which is basically like two glow sticks glued together in a cross. Yeah. <laughs> and there were so many people that had them in the audience. I also like... really laughed because during, they like cut cutting to the crowd and there would be like women holding like Changmin signs and like TBXQ and they were all like clearly in their 40s <laughs> and, like, it was so funny there was like one woman that they like closed up on and like she was wearing a mask but when she smiled you could see like the creases around her eyes and she was so like to me it was very sweet I was like oh uh-huh. look at her she's having the time of her life like I love it all of our like TBXQ fans are finally being fed after such a drought yeah my favorite was the next day uh i saw a tiktok that like blew like blew the fuck up from some k-pop stan account who had never heard of or seen tvxq ever in their little baby k-pop fan life and they were blown away amazing and like posted a clip with like all caps like who is who is this wow and like i and many other people commented like uh, my comment was that like i want to make a joke about how i'm a grandma and like woe is me but i also just want to say like welcome to you i'm like i'm so proud that they're still like grabbing people yeah i'm like how incredible because they are amazing our yeah. tvxq so I don't know when the like album actually comes out because when I saw the music video this morning, I like immediately I was, like, immediately Give me that tried album. to buy the album no, and not to here. no avail. Let me see. TVXQ album twenty twenty three to drop album in December, but what day? December twenty sixth. Okay, so we gotta wait. Yeah, Damn. we have to wait. It said it it says though it will look back on the duo's music career and history over the past two decades. Interesting. I wonder if they will do some two man re records of old stuff. Ooh, that would be crazy. But I love Down, like the mm-hmm. single that we have so far. It is so beautiful. It has it's like kind of simple until it gets like really epic in TVXQE and like it has this just gorgeous guitar noodling mm-hmm. and like it's very sexy and like the main chorus line is like just say you want me cuz I'm, I'm down. down. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's so good. It's so good. I'm so happy. And then Changmin has like the craziest wailing notes at the end. Oh my god. Oh my god. He just fucking screamed. Like it's so high. It's like some of the highest notes I've ever heard him hit. Agreed. Crazy. It's great. Like they went hard in this comeback. 
I'm Absolutely. very excited to hear the rest of the album. Me too, because it's been years. It's been so goddamn long. Years. It's been 84 like, years. Was the last thing truth? Because if so, that was like that was so four years ago. Like, what is something that's Just not Japanese? Yeah, they've done, they have done uh, Japanese stuff. Oh, so much, because they always do. Okay, yeah, Truth was released in 2018. Jesus Christ. We haven't had a, a TVXQ comeback almost as long. No, that we had had the podcast for a year. Okay, but still. Wait, What? The entire time we've had this podcast, they've only ever put out one thing? Yes, because when we started the podcast, we were like deep in Chance of Love. And then... Because that was chapter one, and then they put out chapter two. Yes, and that came out in December of 2018. Wow. We were waiting almost as long as we waited for 2 p.m., yeah. Damn these old men making us wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other highlights from Mama that I enjoyed. I didn't, I don't think I watched everything, but things that I liked. I liked um, Boy Next Door's stage. I really like Boy Next Door. I'll mm-hmm. talk about it more in my year-end wrap-ups because I don't think I've even mentioned it on the show that I like Boy Next Door, but I do. And their mama's stage was really fun because they like started out like in their typical Boy Next Door suburban house mm. in like colorful outfits when they did one and only. And then like all the members except one ran away. And then one member started, but sometimes... And then the other members appeared, I counted it, nine seconds later in completely different outfits. They did a nine-second quick change. Wow. And I was like, Impressive. Wow. Impressive. I love so that. So I loved that. Um, I also, I had thoughts about... Okay, I have comp- I have a complicated relationship with the L's up stage. Mm, okay, I haven't gotten a chance to watch that one yet. So they first came out and they like, it said that they were doing Cheeky and Snap, but mm-hmm. like they didn't do Cheeky. They mm. like were introduced and like four lines of Cheeky played in like a remix mm. sort of vibe. And I don't think that they had practiced or discussed enough how they were going to do this intro because they clearly weren't singing but only like two of them were was lip syncing their yeah. part and then the others were like just looking cool and then they were all kind of shifty eye looking at each other like oh are you how singing are we along do are this? we supposed to be singing along i wasn't singing along were you yeah. singing along? <laughs> so it was a little weird but i feel like that's usually the case with like award show stages oh yeah like, and we've definitely heard they don't P talk about how like they we have to change the choreo in like a day and we never remember it and like i've seen so many clips of like exo fucking it up or whatever like the, the award shows are always kind of a mess But the second thing that they did was a song called Snap, which was one of the challenge songs from, I think, the third episode of Queendom Puzzle was one of the first things they did. Mm. Um, And so that was cool to see this version of Seven do that song. But the thing that kind of disappointed me 
is like in the show we saw my Elsa bias started the song and it was so iconic the way that she started it. Mm. They won that challenge like because of how she started it or no, they lost. They should have won. But anyway, (laughs) they made a really big deal about like how iconic her starting the song was. But in this version, Nana started the song and Mm. I was like, that's not how it goes. (laughs) And so I was kind of like thrown off by the part distribution Mm. because some of them were doing not the part they did when they did it on the show. So that was a little confusing, but it was fine. And they like, that song is so epic and it was really cool. And they put a cool dance break in the middle and they did a chair part. But my complaint is it was filmed and lit terribly. Like there was a part where Yodam and Nana did like a cool dance break and like, it seemed like the lights were off on the stage. Like they were not wow. lit properly. And then the camera work for the chair part was bullshit. And you like missed all the good parts. And so I was just like mad because it could have been amazing, but it was done poorly. Ugh, that sucks. I had a moment like that when I was watching the Kepler performance mm. because they did a Grand Prix and it was very cool and like the performances is, is I mean it doesn't have any of that like uncertainty in it I would say um they definitely like knew what they were supposed to do and they were all wearing like crazy leather and then there's like a fight scene with like three of them where they do this like intense like fight choreo but then and I don't know the Kepler's name so I couldn't tell you which one it was but (laughs) one of them who like is a part of the fight scene and like kicks butt and then uh, they, like, walk forward, like, down the runway. And these two male backup dancers, like, lay down on the ground, like, on their stomachs. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're in a push-up position, but all the way down on the floor. And then this Kepler girl stood on their backs, like, one foot Ooh. on either of their shoulder blades. And then they pushed themselves back so that she started to slide into a split. Ooh. And then the camera cut away. And the next time you see her, she's standing on her own two feet. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? They missed the whole what thing. What just happened? <laughs> I was so mad. I was so mad. I was like, what the, whatever the hell was just happening, we completely missed it. And to the point where I didn't even understand the physics of how she ended oh. up standing Ooh. again. I was so bummed. The mama camera work always fucking sucks. Yeah, it does suck. It does suck. Um, I but also I did watched... like, I watched oh, this, yeah. I watched the 17 performance um, mm-hmm. and that was great. And especially that one had me screaming because they all have black hair right now, or they all have dark oh, hair yeah. right now, which is dangerous. And Ming Hao, like in that, he, they did uh, got they did God of Music. That's no, they did Super. That's Super. the one where they go, I love my team, I love yes. my crew. <laughs> um, so they did that one, and Ming Hao like has a beautiful like reveal in that song. Like he's not like really in it until right, like, right, right. Th- his part, and then he like in the choreo like literally parts, and he like walks forward, and he has. The most beautiful, <laughs> fluffy, dark mullet right now. Oh, yeah. It's and gorgeous. I was on the floor. So I freaking love my Ming Hao and his mullet. I love it so gosh darn much. And I was just 
elevated as soon yeah. as you walked out onto that stage. <laughs> I was like, hell yes, let's go. <laughs> so I loved that one. And Woozy had like a cute little ponytail. Like He bun. has a tiny ponytail. Yeah, he right has now. a teeny tiny little ponytail right now and like teeny tiny little bangs. So it's very cute. Um, and I'm always like surprised by rapper Jong Han in that because <laughs> like, it's just so random. Um, but yeah, what else did I watch? Did I watch, okay, I watched the Kepler stage, I watched the TVXQ stage, I watched the 17 stage, and maybe that's it right I think now. the only other one I watched was Rise, I watched Rise's, I watched half of it because they did Talk Saxy and they did Siren, mm. and I love Talk Saxy, so, oh, that's something that came out, great, another great Rise single, way to go, Rise. Um, but they did that in their like sparkly jerseys with their names on it. And like, it's so nice. Cute. And I loved it. They did the whole song and then they did Siren, which is their like pre-debut thing, which is just, it's too noisy. It's not my vibe. I don't like it. So I turned it off once they started doing that part. Sorry, Rise. Cute. That's all right. Um, but I think they the highlight winners. Yeah. I think the highlight of Mama was that Seventeen won their day song for the first time ever, and it was so exciting. And Um Jung Wa was presenting the award, and when she opened the envelope, she like, like <gasps> caught her breath and started to cry, and then she said, "Finally!" And then oh! it was like, "It's Seventeen," and she was so happy. Well, she loves them because they did her so good oh, right. at the Mortal Songs. Um, they did like, they like true. I think she fell in love with them that day because of the arrangement of her songs that they, because they did like this whole medley um, that was so good. And she was like in tears watching it like so many years ago. And that was way back when they like were rookies. So she's probably been a fan of theirs for so long. That's really sweet. I love that. I yeah. love that. It was so great. And I love, I just love when groups win those and they all cry and they all hug. And like, and Boo Bear said, like had the sweetest part of the speech. And he like said, like, this is a really hard job and we should all like be there for each other and lift each other up. And, and then he was like, and I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but like to my bin, like, thank you for always loving us. And like, he got everybody so good and I was so proud and so happy for them. Yeah. Cause the awards have been, sorry, sorry, don't attack me army. Sorry, but it's boring when BTS wins every year. So yeah. it was exciting that like 17 won. Hey. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, and I mean, we've talked about how like little we care for the awards or whatever, but it is, I think that's true of like any award show when you have a contestant that you know is going to sweep. It's like watching the Oscars and like Titanic wins everything or whatever. <laughs> like, I don't know. That was such a dated movie for me to, to Reviews, but it was the first thing that popped out of my head. I feel you. But whatever. It's like, it is boring when you know somebody's going to win. And so, yeah, it's kind of nice to like have a little bit of variety. And I don't know. Those, uh, yeah, those moments, like some of my favorite shiny moments are from when they like won and they're like holding each other. And, yeah. Or like when EXO won and then like somebody like didn't know how to get off. I think it was Kai, like didn't know how to get off the stage or whatever. Like <laughs> just the adorable things that they adorable get so flustered. Um, so after Mama, 
was the Melon Music Awards like yes. a couple nights later. I have a and shiny per- performance I still need to watch from that. That's all I have taken in from the Melons. I know there were a lot of similar like groups and performances like Rise did it again and like there's stuff to watch that I need to watch, but all I watched is that Shiny was getting recognized um for being awesome for 15 years and I think they that was mostly what they were giving them an award for is for turning Just being 15. Great. <laughs> but I think that the actual award was like performance or something. Mm. Like, I don't know. That's the other thing about award shows is like, it's all made they up. They make up characters. Like, yeah. So that people will show up. But I'm not mad at it when it's my faves. So anyway, Shiny was there and they gave them an award and they were so cute accepting it. They like, Key was like, Let's introduce ourselves. And like Mino had to do the count. And I was like, he's not the oldest. Like, he, you do the count. But he like counted off and then he like fumbled over the inch. Like, he didn't say their greeting properly. And so then him and Tamien were just like laughing while Key was trying to give a speech. They were just like too busy laughing about botching the intro. Oh my God. Poor Key. He's so tired having to wrangle <laughs> these idiots by himself. Like I was just telling you before we started recording, I saw this because they've been doing shiny world concerts and like Timine and Mino had these like tiny little swords or like pocket knives like attached to their costumes. So they had like a tiny sword fight and Mino was just like holding the microphone up to their little click clacking tiny swords. And then the camera just cuts to Key looking so done. Like just, <laughs> just so over it. <laughs> so oh, I love them. They're so cute and adorable. And uh, Mino, in, he's such a menace. Oh my because God, after so this beautiful. performance, after this thing he posted on Instagram, first a couple of like, just oh, breathtaking photos of him looking so smoking hot that it's crazy. And then when you slide next in the slideshow, it was a picture of all five of them crying 10 years ago when they first won their like album of the year at Melon and all were weeping. And I was like, you can't put these things in the same slideshow. I know. You know what you're doing. Um, but also this award came with them getting to have like a big old special stage that was super long, but only a chunk of it is officially up on the Melon channel. The others are all like fan cams and like stream rips or whatever. Mm -hmm. But anyway, they did this cool little medley thing where like Taming did Sherlock and Mino did View and Key did... Oh shit, what did Key do? Oh, god damn it. What did Key do? I'm so mad, I don't remember. Dream Girl, of mm. course. Key did Dream Girl, and then all three of them did Everybody. And then they did Don't Call Me, and then they did Hard. It was like a huge wow. thing. And it was great. Um, and everyone's been making fun of Tamin because when he, he was just, I think he was just so excited because when he did, he, when he did his Sherlock part and he did his, oh, I'm curious leaps, he was like 
springing like three feet in the air and he's like almost trips over his feet like he gets like all crazy because he was like jumping way too high like he just got overexcited. that's so funny i will say i haven't watched this version so i don't know if it's the entire thing but there is a channel called k-pop fan cam 8k fan cam is two okay. words and they have a 12 and a half minute video that has shiny 2023 MMA. That's um, got to be the so whole thing. So that must be the whole thing. And it looks melon, like it's a pretty decent angle. The melon one only has the like three little solo chunks and everybody. And then yeah. that's all they put up officially. And this one, the thumbnail is of them doing Don't Call Me. I can tell okay. by the choreo. Um, so I think that one has the whole thing. But my favorite part of this, which I brought up way earlier in the episode, is seeing all of the fan cams of all of the artists just losing it over Shiny. My favorite one is this moment where, like, at the very beginning or in between Mino and Key, when, like, they don't really know what the song is yet, and then it kicks into Dream Girl, these two boys from Zero Base One, like start high-fiving and like ah! like they like truly freak out like That's oh so my god it's cute. dream girl like they were so excited i love that there was a um oh god what was he on i want to say i don't know if it was i feel like it's not the akmu brother but it's the akmu sister on this show okay that tamin was on I sent you guys the move stage. Hold on. Let me find it really quick. Um, Oops. Wait. Uh, Because there was, like, speaking of idols freaking out over Shiny. What show was this? Timmin the... She... I don't know. It's on KBS, but I don't know what the name of this show is. It's all in Korean. Um, I don't think I can... I can't, like, chat it to you in this FaceTime, can I? I don't think so, but I think I found the video. He's wearing, like, a black top that has, like, a shoulder cut out. Okay. Um, and it's from November 3rd. Okay, I think that the show is called, just looking at this, I think the show is called The Seasons, Akmu's One Night of Music Okay. something. Okay, yes, yes. So he did Guilty and he also did Move and it seemed to be sort of like a sketchbook thing where the hosts interview the idol. Right. Okay. Um, so, because there were clips from like an interview with him. And then uh, when he does Move, first of all, that performance is absolutely breathtaking. Talking about just like catching up on stuff that has happened lately. Mm-hmm. Guilty is, of course, great because it's his newest release, but then he does Move. And I feel like I haven't seen him do Move since before he went to the military. He didn't do it at KCON. You're right. He did it at KCON. But, <laughs> but we the, were in but space. But I, so. I was astral projecting at that, right. like having an out-of-body experience. Um, I was not on Earth during that 
performance. <laughs> so watching him do move here with like the camera work and so close up, he does that choreography differently now, which is not to say that he's not doing the the moves, but the way that it like exists in his body is different from when he first did it. And the girl, the like, it will cut to, first of all, the audience melting down, absolutely losing it. There's one point where, like, as soon as he starts, it cuts to the audience and this woman has her hands like this over her face. And then the guy sitting next to her, she just like hits. She's just like, (laughs) look at him, like smacking his arm. And the guy is just like shaking his head like, yes we're here (laughs) it's so great and then the hosts uh akmu like it cuts to them and like the guy starts to like dance along and the the sister just like smacks him and is like shush like we are like she is like laser focused like we were like not even moving and is like don't distract me to me is performing and i love it i love watching idols freak out over our shiny i love it i know it's so great It's so great. <sighs> so yeah, that catches us up to like yesterday. So yeah, that's everything that we've. I think we did that it. We've you know that been, we've at least been paying, been attention, paying to. attention to. I know there's been endless other things because it's constant the barrage of K-pop. It is indeed. But that's at least what I have like taken a moment to like take in in yeah. the past couple of very busy months where I was moving across the country I still mm. found some time oh you know I did also see that uh collab that um that SM girl collab that oh, was like I haven't the follow-up watched that. to wow thing. what is it it uh, oh. <laughs> I, I remember well okay so the song I remember liking it has it has a G idol, it has an Espa, and it has somebody else in it. I don't even remember what it's called. Shit. Oh, wow. Um wait, hold on. It had winter and it had no, is it winter? Oh fuck. It had Espa and a G idol and Oh, it's called Nobody. It has an Ive. And so it is Soyeon of G-Idol, Winter of Espa, and Liz of Ive. Came out two weeks ago. It's called Nobody, and I remember really liking... I like the song. However, I will say that the music video leaves a lot to be desired, and I think it's the only version of this song that exists Mm. but the reason that the i didn't like the music video is a like the vibe of g idol is different from espa and ive g idol is way sexier and more grown than espa and ive and soyan is very very sexual in this music video in a way that neither winter or liz are (laughs) so that to me felt odd i was like this doesn't really fit but also they're so clearly not ever they are never 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 once in the same place at once (laughs) that music video was filmed in three separate chunks they are all alone the entire time and then the there is not one shot of them even cgi'd into a room doing the choreography together and the ending freeze frame of them 
together in front of this like marquee is so badly photoshopped. Like it this thumbnail looks that looks like the theater from seventeen. From the Home seventeen, Run. it is. It okay. is, and that thumbnail is just as bad as it okay. looked in the video as well. So that was honestly disappointing. Yeah. Okay. Well, well whatever. The song is no, good though. The song is right. is catchy. The song is catchy. Okay. But yeah. Okay. All right. Well, there should we go. Should we do a, a little random game to yeah, wrap I think this we episode shall. up? So we'll be right back with one of those. <laughs> All right. We are back. And this week, the random number generator gave us the second iteration of a group now known as TO1. Yes, originally debuted as T.O.O. This is a boy group that was formed on Mnet's reality show To Be World Class with a K. And that show aired in 2019, but the group debuted on April 1st of 2020 with a mini album and a title track called Magnolia. The mini album was called Reason for Being, colon, Benevolence. (laughs) And the title track was Magnolia. Uh, They were a part of Road to Kingdom, but they were eliminated. Um, They were the second group eliminated. And it was really sad because I watched that season and I remember this because they were similarly to uh, Kepler being on Queendom 2. They had debuted like two weeks before they went on this show. So they were like the rookiest rookies. Mm -hmm. And it was really sad when they because when they got eliminated because I just felt bad for them. <laughs> yeah. And the following year in 2021, apparently they they seem to have been originally managed by like two different companies, CJ E&M and a company called NCH Entertainment. And there was some kind of dispute between the management companies um, that eventually they rebranded came under management of just one of the companies and re-debuted as TO1 uh, with an EP called Re Colon Born on May 20th uh, of 2021. And the title track was called Son of Beast. Um, so now they're under a label called Wake One. Um, but they... Which is who does Zero Base One. Yeah. And those other temporary TV show groups, possibly yeah, yeah, yeah. Kepler as well. If I'm remembering correctly, I might be remembering. And is Jo one a part no, of that? No, that's, that's a, a Jap- different. That's one yeah, of that's those right. Japanese that's the Japanese labels. one. That's yeah. right. That's right. Um, but yeah, so they've had a couple different lineup changes even since debut. They have five former members, and uh, like four of them left in 2022, and they were replaced with three people. One of those replacements has since left as well. So it seems like there's One, eight two, three, people four. now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And they're most, they haven't put out any music this year at all. No. It looks like their last thing was from November 22. Yeah. So that's So it's been a year since they've done anything. But they do have, they have two EPs as TOO and four as TO1. So they were putting out music pretty consistently um, until this last year. So I don't know. What the, oh, no, they have a, oh, no, it's a soundtrack. Never mind. Yeah, I don't mm. know what they've been up to. 
Interesting. 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 All right. Well, uh, their most popular music video as TO1 is called No More X, and it was released in November of 21. So we're going to watch that. And if you want to watch it with us, you can pull it up and press play when I say go. Yeah. The music video says October 28th, 2021. Okay. I was looking in the caption. Where yeah, it yeah, says yeah. Oh, yeah. The mini album came out a couple days after. Okay. All right. Okay. If you want to watch No More X with us, pull it up. Press play when I say go. Three, two, one, go. All right. We've got a car driving up to some lightning. Dum, 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 dum. Yeah. Let's talk about X. Baby, let's talk <laughs> about you and me. Okay, so we've just got like boys in. Okay, well, now we have a new outfit, but it's mostly boys in black. And like we're either inside a dilapidated building or outside and we're dancing. And then there was that one shot of them all. Oh, here they are. Whoa, nipple out. Hello. (laughs) These white outfits are quite slutty for that one. And then there's like a shot of them all at like a feast. But they were they seem to be drinking blood. blood. Yeah. Wow. That boy just has he's wearing an open white button up, but he just has like a chest bandage. Yeah. Like he's just in a sexy uh, like a a action movie and he got shot. Yeah. He got shot and they had to open his shirt to bandage his (laughs) chest. But the dum 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 dum, baby don't stop. Yeah, that's what that sounds like to me. These this like red zombie eyeshadow that is so popular. Yes, one of the L's ups had it in their yeah. stage, like the just putting putting your under, putting the your red under. under. Red. Yeah, what is that? Oh, one of those know. boys bum, had a glowing bum, heart, bum. like ET. Ooh, <laughs> they they like all have glowing red eyes. They're so wet. <laughs> they're so they're just like drenched in. Oh, it's floating. Well, now we're in like a weird religious cult. I see candles and people all in the same color and I I see cult. (laughs) I don't think that's a wrong assumption. Yeah, these outfits are wild. Blackout. Oh no, eyeballs. Oh, explosion of bats. They're exploding into bats. They are vampires. They're turning into bats. Nipple. Yeah, it's so shocking. It's so distracting. <laughs> He's the only one like bearing so much skin also. And so for it to not just be chest, but be full on nipple is a lot. It just feels like a lot. <laughs> All right. Oh, wow. Fancy car and vampire boys. We realize, 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 real eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. All All right. right.
I think I thought that that was going to be a different group because I feel like there's a whole bunch of rookie boy groups that have like three letter and like a one somewhere T-N- in it. And TNX, I think, is a group who I enjoyed one of their songs this year. Oh, all right. I don't, that doesn't ring a bell to me. I think the Kick It, Kick it For Now, is that TNX? Yeah, Kick It For Now. I like that song. Mm. The New Six. That's what theirs stands for. All right. Uh, all right. It's weekly recommendation time. I know we just talked about like a ton of stuff. Yeah, but I do have something that we didn't talk about at all. Uh, This came out four days ago. I sent it to you and Jenna, and it is uh, Hyolin put out a dance performance video of Body Talk, which is a B-side off of the last album she released, which I think was like a year ago now, Um, if not longer than that. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember when that album came out. But yep. uh, well, we'll just assume it was either two months ago or a year ago. Or a year it's ago all or somewhere difference. in between. Anyway, she put out an album a while ago. And uh, Body Talk is one of the B-sides off of it. And I love that song. It's very sexy. And she put out a performance video four days ago with two backup dancers that have like each one has a different body type from her and from each other and it's just the three of them in like white long bike shorts and white t-shirts um and they start out doing like a floor dance and then it turns into a chair dance and then it's just like Hyolin being Hyolin and it's fucking great there's mm-hmm. a part where she's sitting in a chair and then the two dancers bring their chairs up to her. And then she does the splits over the chairs. And yes. then they pull the chairs out so that she just gets, like, lowered to the floor. It's crazy. It's crazy. And I love it. I fucking love Yolen so much. Mm-hmm. And I was so... This was a gift. It was truly a gift. And it was one of those things that, like, toward by the... Like, toward the end of the video when she was, like, really getting into it. And there's certain, like, bum, bum, bums that I just, like, I knew how she was going to hit them. And Uh she hit them exactly like I thought she would. And I was just like, that's my girl. (laughs) So, Hyolin, body talk. uh, Dance performance video. It's great. It's Hyolin. It's classic. I love it. Perfect. Um... My recommendation also just came out a few days ago. Um, I was completely 100% unaware of this group's existence. I just saw it posted in our Discord music videos channel where I go visit to see, hey, what came out? And a boy group debuted three Mm. days ago. They are called One Pact. One Pact. Yes. Like we make a pact. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, but there's a one, like you said. Hey, yeah. It is spelled out O and E, but either okay. way, apparently I know nothing. All I, but I, a quick Google search said that these are all boys that didn't make it into zero base one. Oh, okay. So, like winner icon. Yeah. So I think people like know them because they watched that show. Um, and that's why people were excited about this debut. <laughs> I was like, why is everyone talking about this? The group just debuted. Yeah. It's because they're from a show. Gotcha. Either way, their debut song is called Must Be Nice. And I just really, really like it as a song. Um, the music video is kind of dark and creepy and like the vibes a little like 
serious drama. Like it opens with like EXO style, like a poem about Orpheus. Oh dear. And uh, it's a little heavy on the drama, but the song itself, I think is like- Anonymous, (laughs) Anonymous. The song itself is just like vocally really nice, like really beautiful vocal runs. And it's like vocally really interesting. And then the song itself feels kind of old, but not in a like, oh, this is outdated or this is played out kind of way. Like, I don't say that as a dig, but it sounds like a song that could have come out like four years ago Mm. and would have fit right in. Um, and I just really like it. And again, I know nothing about these boys or anything, but I watched the video and I was like, hey, good song. So nice. what's one the name pack, of the Yeah, one One Packed Must pack. Be Nice. Must be nice. Pulling it up now to watch in a minute. Great. Um Wait, they do have a music video for it? Yes. The music video title is all in Korean. Oh, and it okay. has like a boy in a balaclava, like looking. Yeah. Okay. Through. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Found it. Found it. Perfect. Um, all right. Well, it's so good to be back. Thank you guys for waiting so patiently for us. I Indeed. really appreciate it. Um, and we'll get used to this new life of only seeing each other on screens to record, but. It's the beauty of technology that we can keep it going. Yes, it's true. It's true. And we'll get my own little recording device set up so that I can use my microphone again. But in the meantime, thanks for dropping by and spending some time with us. Um, You can find us on social media at Pod. You can email us amakpoppod at gmail.com or send us a text or leave us a voicemail at 181-AMAKPOP5. You can send mail to LA and Angelica will share it with me if it comes at PO Box 26096, Los Angeles, California 90026. Um, patreon.com slash pod bonus patreon episodes on there while we were gone over the hiatus to post something special i put up our birthday show from january oh so nice if you didn't get to come to that live stream and miss it it is now available on patreon Yay! so you can go check that out as well as a ton of other things did we have i know that we had a, a copy of it ourselves the mm-hmm. after party from yes. that did we ever release that nope okay great so that's that maybe well. something so we, can, we can save for later we can now that you can get time. the official show yeah. uh which was a great time and then the after party was a fun sort of just freewheeling we just chat chatting. yeah we were just playing games oh we started playing name five that's right that was in the real show Oh, the it after was. party right. is us just drunk getting. You're right, and I made you talk about stray you made kids. Me talk about stray like, kids. We were just yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about stuff. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Because we had drank so much nervous wine before yeah. we did the show. <laughs> we started drinking before we even started recording. <laughs> um, but it so was a that, great time. It was a so great time. Check it out. Patreon.com/slash AMA Kpop Pod. AMA Kpop Pod. Yes, yes, okay. yes. So that show, as well as. Tons of other bonus content, audio episodes, video episodes, all kinds of fun stuff. And we'll keep putting up more on there as we always do. So you can join that if you want to. And we will be back super soon. We're going to break our new tradition of every other week 
that from yes, December because of our, because our end of the year traditions. We have long-standing traditions, and we that don't every, break those for none, nobody. So every week for this Chinese. month, yes, that's true. <laughs> but every week this month, we will have an a classic "Ask Me About K-Pop" end of year episodes, nice. an episode for awards, an episode for B-sides, and then of course the episode where we try to pick the top songs of the year, top title tracks. Maybe we'll drop down. The, we've been like adding on and start like it was 10 and then it was 15 and then it was 17 and then it was 20. And like maybe now we'll drop it back down to 10. Yeah, maybe we will. <laughs> we'll because see. Honestly, we'll see how it shakes we'll out. We'll I just see. feel like I haven't paid attention to anything. And especially these days when there's so many new groups yeah. like debuting constantly that I maybe will see whatever their debut thing was. Like all of those support girl groups, the like yeah. groups that I really liked, like I don't follow up with them. Right. So <laughs> that one thing I liked, maybe I never even listened to the album it was on, but I liked that one thing that one time I heard it. So I don't fucking know, man. We'll see. And also it was just very overwhelming in a biasy way because we got albums from every shiny member except Mino. We got a full shiny comeback. We also got a full EXO comeback. Yeah. Like, there was a like And like one right after the <laughs> other too. Like SM did not give us a break this year, no shockingly. Way. Um they put out almost every even Wavy came back with something yeah. this year. Um, that was great. I mean, I know we talked about what a fun surprise it was to see Win-Win at KCON, but then Win-Win and Kuhn were in the newest wavy release. Um, something that we wasn't on the catch-up list, but worth mentioning. Um, yeah. Yeah. So stay tuned for us to figure out how that will all fit on our little listies. Yeah. I'll have to write, I gotta remember that wavy should be on the list too. (laughs) (laughs) all right all right we love you thanks for tuning in it's good to be back we'll see you again soon love you bye 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 jonghyun you're our inspiration 